Hi there, this is the Hotspur Hood on this is the Hotspur Hood and this is Let's Talk Tottenham. I messed up my own intro there. Uh, and welcome, welcome, welcome. Another win, seven points out of nine, uh, seven points ahead of where we were after those three games last season. Lost to all three of those teams, Southampton, Chelsea away and Wolves, both at home. And seven points above, second in the, uh, joint second in the league. I know Arsenal are top, but uh, they haven't really played anyone yet. They'll slip, they'll slip. Uh, but yeah, thanks for joining. Uh, please get those likes in. Please get those subscribes in. Really helps the channel. This is Tommy's channel. He's got so many people doing shows. So your best way of making sure you don't miss anything Hit that notification bell. That will get you notified every time someone does a, a stream and goes live. Uh, also, super stickers, super chats, they are available as well. Try and get through as many uh, comments as possible. Uh, but if you put a super sticker, super chat in, then you're guaranteed to have it read out and discussed as well. Unfortunately, Orvin can't make it today. Uh, hopefully, Bobby K can a bit later on. But if not, then I'm... <laughs> Unfortunately, you're stuck with me, uh, but that will mean it's a shorter, shorter show, so you can listen to the show and then watch most of, uh, hopefully, Liverpool and United kicking each other to pieces. Uh, before we begin, Ellie in the chat, how you doing, Ellie? Uh, big up your your fantastic channel. Thank you so much. Make sure you watch Ellie's channel as well. Uh, big up Perisic out of all of our players, providing assist to our Harry bloody marvelous and world class. Kane, uh, we'll be talking about both of those a bit later on. But like I said, super chat, super stickers are available. So get those in, get your comments in. But most importantly, hit that like, hit that subscribe if you haven't already. Really, really helps the channel. So let's start. Only really one place to start, isn't there, really? 250 for Harry Kane, 16 off the great Jimmy Greaves, uh, his record. There we go. Harry on 250. And unbelievable, really, when you consider... I watched him against, uh, I think it was Aberdeen. It was certainly in the Europa League or what it, what the Europa League used to be called uh, back in the day. And he took a penalty and it was a terrible penalty. Uh, he didn't really do anything in the game. He was very lightweight. And I remember thinking he's another Lee Barnard, but look where he's got, you know... Never say die attitude, never gives up. All the loan spells have done wonders for him. Tim Sherwood deserves a big shout out as well for keeping him at Millwall when Harry Redknapp said it's a bit too tough for him to bring him back. And that's toughened him up. And look where he is now, 250 goals, 16 goals off being Tottenham's all-time leading goal scorer ever. And barring injuries, he'll get that probably by, uh, well, maybe not Christmas because there's a World Cup before that, but... Certainly this season. If, if, if he's not injured, he, he'll be beating that record this season easily, easily. And the goal he scored, obviously an easy goal, tap in. I could have scored that goal. What I couldn't have done is the movement to get into that position in the first place. You can teach someone how to strike a ball. You can teach someone how to, you know, stay on side. But you can't teach that anticipation and striker's instinct and it's, it's no surprise that strikers like him, Shearer, Harler, you know, all the top, top, top strikers get a lot of tappings because of, of the movement that they make and the anticipation that they have that the ball is going to drop on their head, on their foot from minimal, minimal distance out. And it's uh, 
superb that we've got a striker like that. And uh, that was a difference in the game, really. Wolves had all these chances, didn't have anyone to finish it off. We've got a world-class striker, best in the world. We win 1-0. Uh, how you doing, Ben? Thanks for watching. Uh, please get your comments coming in. Keep them coming in. Uh, only me today, so anything you want to talk about, all up for grabs. If you want to talk about anything from the game, anything to do with Tottenham or the league in general, get your comments and questions in. Um, I'll discuss it. Uh, but yeah, Harry Kane and and he was almost leaving, wasn't he, last last summer? Uh, almost leaving. Uh, Nuno coming in, which was an absolute catastrophe, catastrophe. Um, but and we've kept him. He seems happy now. We've got Conte in, who who is obviously an elite manager as well, which. <laughs> chalk and cheese compared to Nuno and Kane seems happy again and, and like I said he'll get Jimmy Greaves record this season less injuries have for him which hopefully they don't um, but yeah and uh, Ben Kaufman here it's good to see Son getting a bit of recognition as well uh, but I'll just read it out Son needs a lot of, a uh, of credit for the set piece call he made apparently it was something they were working on uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm not sure what that's referring to, whether it was a run or the fact that he left it for Perisic. But be interesting to see in the chat, like people's. Uh, and, and we have got someone on Marlon's coming on. Absolutely fine, Marlon. Jump on. You know, uh, you're part of the Hotspur Hood, so you don't need the link. Just jump on. Anyone who's got the link, feel free to jump on as well. Uh, talking about Sun. Even when Sun is playing badly, supposedly he influenced the game. Um, I wouldn't be dropping him. It'd be interesting to see what people would say. Uh, Charleston has made an impact when he came on. He certainly made an impact uh, against Chelsea, and he's he certainly looking forward and, and, and causing problems um, against Wolves when he came on. But Son is different class, and, and you think Harry Kane, seasons and seasons gone by, didn't do anything in August. You know, poor, poor in August. Set up a couple of goals. Son set up a, a, a goal against Southampton. Uh, nothing was really said. You've still got to start Kane. So Son's no different for me. And it's only a matter of time. Only a matter of time until Son starts scoring goals. And, you know, he didn't do too <laughs> too well at the start last season. He ended up getting the golden boot without penalties. Without penalties. How you doing, buddy? Simply ace. And yeah, ben Cavan's here. Gianni Vio, the new... Um, Set-piece coach apparently made the set-piece routine of Sun, Perisic, Kane. The man is already making the team into a set-piece machine. Three games, three set-piece goals. Absolutely. Uh, I mean, I don't think we scored three set-piece corner goals uh, last season in the entirety, did we? We've got three and three here. Just need to learn to defend them properly. But in terms of Kane, I think unbelievable player, unbelievable player. We don't need to really talk about that too much because we've been talking about it forever but it kind of still needs to be said he's not dropping back as much uh as he used to seemingly he is a little bit but i think possibly kulu uh, and, and kane and son are possibly interchangeable a little bit we've seen Sun dropping deep a little bit and kulu as well uh but K kulu uh, uh, had a, we had a really poor first half really poor first half uh but kulu when he started playing we got a lot a lot of space there uh but We'll talk about Perisic a bit later on as well, because his set-piece delivery is unbelievable. I spoke, I spoke on my channel uh, on Friday, 
uh, let's talk Tottenham about in the Chelsea game, three, two corners, one free kick, all on the money in the space of a minute. Unbelievable, unbelievable. And one with his weak foot in the last second of the game, which led to the goal as well. Um, and yeah, Ben Kaufman here. Harry Kane, no words needed, generational footballer. But this is a Spurs channel, so there will be words uttered because he's one of our own. And simply ace, Perisic will create lots of goals for us along with Kulu. I, th I felt a little bit sorry for Sessignon being dropped for him, but <laughs> what can you do, really? Perisic has uh, basically made our goal against Chelsea to get us a draw. And he's made the goal from a fairly poor corner. But like Ben says, if it's true, it, it's something being worked on, the, the, the poor corner. Perisic flicking it on and then Kane doing what all good strikers do and gambling and, and, and anticipating where the ball's going to go. But I think we want to win leagues. We want to win cups. Of course we do. And with someone like a Kane up top, you're always going to get chances. And like I said, Sun is going to come good. Sun is too good to not come good. But let me just bring Marlon in. How you doing, Marlon? Hey, Chris. How you doing? You good? Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad. Thanks for keeping me company. I thought it was just going to be me, Billy, no mates on here, but yeah, cheers. <laughs> you uh, know me always late. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know if you've been watching that much, but a, a word on Harry Kane, 250 goals, 16 off of Jimmy Greaves. Uh, what, what, what can you say about Harry Kane, really, that hasn't <laughs> been said before? Probably not I, a huge amount. I hate Harry Kane, and I hate him for <laughs> one reason and re one reason only. He's the only player who's ever proved me wrong. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why I dislike him. When I remember when we played Shamrock Rovers, I remember saying, oh my yeah. God, this player is awful. Absolutely yeah, I, I, awful. I, I said at the start show, I thought it was Aberdeen, but it probably was Shamrock Rovers. <laughs> yeah. it, was, it was definitely in whatever the Europa League was called. I think, yeah, yeah, and was I terrible, think yeah. wasn't he? Yeah, and I think he scored and I went, that shows you how bad Shamrock was. <laughs> and then we, we kind of didn't really hear from him for like the next couple of years. And then it was that year under Potch and I went, he's going to prove me wrong, isn't he? <laughs> he's going to absolutely <laughs> prove me wrong. And I'm glad he did. You know, he's, he's proved me wrong in spectacular fashion, proved me yeah. wrong as well. I, I thought he was going to be another Lee Barnard, you know, yeah, all, all this potential in the reserves and then didn't quite make it for whatever reason, but. It was Unbelievable. His loan, yeah, it was his loan to Norwich where I just went, this is not going to work out. Um, I remember when he went on loan to Mirwall and I, I was playing for this football team and funny enough, I had two Mirwall supporters in the play. Well, one one was the coach and one was the, one was the, well, the striker I used to play front with. And one day we was all on the bench and Harry Kane was there, was just signed for them and he they were like, oh my God, thank you. And I was like, what do you mean? We, I, you know, personally, <laughs> I thought he was rubbish. And they went, He's absolutely brilliant. He's hold up plays. This he's, he's he's and then he started scoring. And I, I said to them a couple of weeks later, "What's going on with Harry Kane?" And they went, "He has been <laughs> phenomenal." But it, it was that Millwall loan move that I think then when I yeah. suddenly and, and, I, and Sherwood not letting him return to to have to no pun intended be in yeah. the Lions den <laughs> yeah and, no and face all of that as well when uh, Harry Redknapp wanted to bring him back and that's toughened him up. Yeah instantly, yeah, instantly without really doing too much. Yeah, and then he obviously had, I think, did he go Leicester or he might have gone Leicester after that yeah. and then Nor Norwich. And it was the Norwich loan where I went, oh, I'm a bit worried there. Um, yeah. It didn't just work out. I know he got injured, but he wasn't really great for them. But 
Then Poch turned up and it just seemed to all click in. That goal place. against Chelsea was like a sliding doors moment, wasn't it? That, yeah. And, yeah. and then he scored a, a lovely little swivel kind of pirouette turn as well. And uh, yeah, that's the season he announced himself and uh, yeah. basically spe- spelt the end for Adebayo or yeah. Tottenham pretty much. But, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, yes. I mean, what a player. And he'll get that record, like I've said, this season, barring injuries, possibly not before the World Cup. Because uh, that's in November, but certainly yeah. by the end of this season. Just a couple of comments. Ben Kaufman, apparently Spur, uh, Kane's first game for Spurs was against Hearts in the Europa League. That must be the one I was thinking of. Yeah. Whichever one I was thinking of, he missed a penalty and looks shocking. Yeah, um, I, ben yeah. remembers because he was in yeah. Mallorca. <laughs> yeah, that, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think it was that season. Yeah, it was the... Yeah. Um, yeah, where we played them, uh, we beat them 5 0 away and 0 0 at home, I think. And then we got Shamrock in the group stage. Yeah. And then uh, David Clark. Hi, lads. How you doing, David? Back from Corfu to sunny Leicester. <laughs> You've just missed it by a week, David. It was baking hot last week when you were away, but we, we've all had the, the sun. Uh, when Kane was on loan here at Leicester, he didn't look even capable of being a first-team player. Um, but, yeah, like you say, Marlon, it's that Millwall um, loan. Yeah, the Millwall loan, yeah, was the yeah, one that got, the, was the one got him. Yeah, and the goal he scored against Wolves looks simple, doesn't it? But... <laughs> That movement to get away from the defender to go one way and then the other way and then gamble, that's where I need to be in that space there because that's where it's going to come. But, yeah. it's, it's no surprise top top strikers get their tappings and they seem to always be in the right place at the right time. It's that anticipation which you just can't teach. You can teach someone to kick a ball, volley a ball, whatever. You can't teach them the, the, the instinct. And, no, you can't teach them. It's the goal on Saturday, you know, that was two players... Making a bad corner <laughs> into a good corner in the end. Yeah. Well, Ben Kaufman was saying that that's been planned by the new coach, uh, the, the corner. But whether that's true or not, I don't know. Whether Ben's I, joking I, or not, I yeah, don't know. No, no. <laughs> and it's possibly because but, I think if you look at our corners and you go, actually, we take more bad corners than we take good. Mm. And actually, the fact that Perisic knew straight away it was going to be a bad corner. He was there anticipating what to do if it was going to be. So I wouldn't be surprised, you know, because let's be honest, in a set-piece situation, nine times out of ten, it's not going to be a great corner, you know, especially your Spurs. You know, we, you know, you look at Trippier's free kick yesterday. Trippier couldn't hit a barn door for us. I think he put, scored one <laughs> free kick against Fulham a few years back, but he, he didn't do anything else besides that. Yeah. So it's always when they turn up in a Spurs shirt, they can't take corners. So actually, they're probably looking at it where they go in, Okay, if it's a bad corner, this is what you do. If it goes in the box, this is what you do. So they all anticipate that movement. Um, and you can see it like last week against Chelsea, there was someone at the near post, even though it didn't go there, but Perisic put a good corner in. So there's yeah. always that one or two versions of it that they're always gonna it was probably was pre-planned, and you know, you have to give two corners in two weeks. It has to be done to the set piece coach. Come on, this yeah. is we're, we're three in three games, like Ben mentioned, with uh, yeah. a wasn't straight from a corner, but it was the second phase from the corner that Dyer scored. But yeah, I mean, I was slightly concerned when I saw Sung taking corners and free kicks when Perisic did what he did against Chelsea. Three great deliveries in the last minute, but we got the win, so it doesn't really matter. It doesn't really matter. Um, no, and no, it probably worked on that. Like, Sun, you know, Sun's probably been more more in the training scenarios of recent. So obviously, mm. Sun's probably been taking the corners where Perisic, you know, for the whole of preseason was in and out, in and out. So it's probably why they haven't met, let him take set pieces yet. But you know, after the corner last week against uh, Chelsea, he, he mm. probably soon will be on them. 
Yeah. Oh, talk about Sun. What, what do you make of Sun? There's some people calling for him to be dropped. For me, he's a world-class player and, and it's only a matter of time until so he starts banging the goals in again like he did last season. So you don't drop yeah. him. No. Uh, and, and, and certainly when there's one game a week, when we get two games in a week, OK, you, not drop him, but resting him. But OK, you're not playing this week. I, I get that and totally understand that. And Harry Kane and Kulu have to be in the same situation with that as well. But at this moment in time, it's just... It's just poor form. And, and Harry Kane used to spend every season doing nothing in August. No, and no, I, one, no, yeah. one, no one was too fussed. But I, I, I do get the, the reasoning that Son's not playing well and his touches and passes haven't been good. But for me, you, you still play him. You know, yeah. Good. No, but, but yeah, Kane, yeah, yeah. Kane hasn't been great either. Like, like if you, apart from even on Saturday against Wolves, Kane weren't in the game either. And it was, if you look at the Chelsea game and the Southampton game, Kane didn't play well, but he will score goals. And the same thing will go with Son. Like, at the moment, I'm not worried. It's not like we're losing games. If we were losing games, I think I'd be a bit more overreacting and going, no, Son needs to come out for a game or two. But what's happening right now is that Son's probably feeling a bit from last season. You know, he didn't start pre-season with the boys. You know, he was in Korea. Um, and then he then he obviously started training in Korea. So it's probably just taken him a little bit more time to get, you know, hit the ground running. Um, and I'm not worried yet. I look at the games, I look, I look at games we've played. Southampton, I probably expected a better performance from him because we, we were on the front foot. But he's but the fact that Kane didn't play well either, you kind of give it. But Chelsea and um the Wolves game was a complete different scenario where we had to play slightly different and we weren't, you know. Son doesn't like his back to goal, and every touch he was kind of having at the weekend, his back was to goal. Same against Chelsea. I think the Forest game will be completely different, and this is where I think we'll see the best of Son on at the weekend because Forest at home won't try and be defensive and won't be playing with a false number nine. And that's what the you know, these two, two teams that we've played in the last two weeks have both played with a false number nine, and it's caused us trouble. And I think if what you if you notice on Saturday, as soon as Wolves bought on their strikers. We got into the game. It became, you know, and people were going, if Wolves had a striker at the weekend, you know, they probably would have taken us in the first half. But if Wolves had a striker in the first half, Wolves would have played a complete different game. And I think they would have played into our hands. And that's that's just a different perspective of looking at it. Like, And because you look, you go, you look at the way Wolves played in that second half and you go, only personnel's changed. And they were just, you know, they let us back into that game. And that's the only reason why we ended up winning it. It could be fitness as well, but in, in, interesting with fitness from David Clark here. Regarding Son, his opinion is looking at his body language, he thinks he's suffering from Conte's fitness system, which is quite interesting when uh, uh, Pochettino was renowned for having a fitness system as well. Maybe yep. not as vigorous as uh, Conte's, I, I have no idea, but I mean, it's just, a getting used, it's just a case yeah. of getting used to it, isn't it? Well, really? that, well, that's why Kane suffered every season, because he'd go away, come back, put a few pounds on, and then he would literally have the whole of August to get get to back to Poch's system. And that's probably why he never was great in August. And he's probably, it's probably the same again, you know, but with Kane, he's got a goal-scoring instinct, so he's going to be in there. Where Son's not quite a goal-scorer in that sense, his goals are completely different. So And he's playing on the wing. We'll, you know, we'll see the best of Son. I'm not worried. It's not. It's, it's not a case of, you know, this is the first time the season started two weeks early. We've got so many games coming up. Yeah, 
not to worry. If we were, I think it'd be a case of if it was under Nuno last year and we start, we just go on the losing run, then it's time to drop Sun. But right now, everything is working, you know, because you you could also drop Kulu. You know, he hasn't played well the last two games either. I I thought when we got into the game against Wolves, he started getting into the game as well, more so than the other two. And and, and finding that people and and Chelsea wasn't in the game at all. Well, a lot of the Chelsea game, same with Sun, was. Was was um, help your your full uh, help your wing back, uh, and so I, yeah. it wasn't so much an attacking game. So Chelsea was completely different. But yeah, I thought Kulu was the best well, of the three. Obviously, Kane will get the headlines, but yeah. the most effective of the three. But only when we got into the game against. But that was yeah, and that was down to because we doubled up on their wing backs. Where I think, and that's because Rao and Kulu have played together. I think Perisic and Son, first time they're playing together. And I think it was a down to. There was a lot of times that Perisic would be in the space where I believe some would have been. Um, so it's just them two getting used to each other. If that's going to be the case on the left, um, yeah. I think if Cess would have started on Saturday, I personally would have think. I personally think we would have seen a better son. He would have been in some of the positions because Ryan don't get into them. He doesn't get into them positions where Perisic does. So they've just got to get used to each other. And it's probably that you know Son's not used to having that quality on the left. He's, let's be honest, <laughs> he's been struggling on that left hand side for a while. And it was it was it was the cross just on the stroke of half time from Perisic to Kane mm. where it just came out of nothing. Yeah. We're not used to that. We're not used to that getting quality <laughs> all of a sudden to come out of nowhere. But you know that could have been a goal. So it's a case of. Yeah, the players still got to get used to each other, and I think that's the thing at the moment. So I'm not, yeah, like I said, I'm not no. worried. No, one one thing I'm For now not, <laughs> yeah, not not concerned, but a little bit wary is we, we've got one game a week at the moment. Yeah, and in the first half especially, we look really tired. Uh, th- th- this game coming up, Forest uh, 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 Sunday, I think, and then West Ham Wednesday. That's yep. the start of the the two games in, a, in in a week, and then we'll have pretty much two games in a week. Uh, leading up to the World Cup because of the Champions League, and then we'll obviously have a, a, a Carabao Cup as well. But we, we look a bit tired in the first half, and, and certainly in the second half, we played a lot better. We did against Chelsea, well, well more so when yeah. um, uh, Richarlison came on. Southampton was completely different; crowd were massively up, fans were, and um, players were massively up. But are you slightly concerned that we're, we're starting games slowly, and, and and why don't we start the games like we start the second half, and and and? really look like we mean business certainly at home but it's something i'm not worried about i'm a little bit if it carries on i will be i'm a bit wary at the moment where where do you stand on that i think if you look at last season and look at the second half of the season with games there was a lot of games where we did start late um i look at newcastle at home um even arsenal we got we weren't great in the first five ten minutes but we got into the game so I'm not, I, yeah. I'm not too. I think it's. I think it's a Conte thing. It's quite weird because I think we're a second half team more than a first half team. Mm. Where I find the, them not down the road are a first half team and then blow out in the second half. So mm. we, it's quite a different contrast. So looking at it, it's. I'm not worried yet, but you know the results are going in our favour. And actually, if you look at it, you can winning games in the second half is what we're used to. So and I. I and where I think, yeah, I think it's big. It's big on Conte because a lot of the games we do win in the second half. So I'm not worried about it. But I think again, like you said earlier, it's down to the new regime. This is the first summer he's had with them. 
So we are going to look a bit leggy at the moment. But as you mm. say, once we get into two games a week, it is going to be starting. And they will rotate. This is the first time he's changed the starting eleven, And it will rotate. So it's a case of just watch this space. Um, it's always going to come after, you know, this pre-season, after the World Cup and everything, is when it's going to be so important. Yeah. How you doing, Bobby? I'm very well, Chris. Marlon, how are you, boys? Hey, Bobby. Yeah, that's how bad. You doing? Always good after a win. But uh, we'll, yeah. we'll go back a little bit, Bobby, and then talk about what we were talking about. So what we were just sure. talking about is a, a slight concern, worry that we're starting games really slowly and look leggy. And then what we were talking about earlier was the only place to start, really, 250 for Kane. I mean, so are you concerned we're looking a bit leggy in the start of game? Oh yeah, big time. It, it, we don't even look leggy. We look absolutely pathetic. It's 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 almost sad how bad we look. It's uh, it's it's painful. It's painful football to watch. Nope. Chris, we can't hear. You. Oh, can't hear oh, you, Chris. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. I okay. Thought something on my head. I went into my settings. Oh, what did I hit now? Oh, shit. I was, I was gonna start vibing, but I was gonna be like. <laughs> I was gonna say yeah, yeah. I, I never said Marlon, these I, things. I, you know, I'm proud of myself when I can just turn this damn thing and log on. Okay, <laughs> that's an I've achievement for I've me at this. I've point. done this for a few years, but I never said I was a professional. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that was one of, of Chris's magic tricks. Yes, combining yeah. both shows. <laughs> By the way, we're waiting for those next ones. <laughs> yeah. Every Wednesday, seven thirty. Can't give any previews out. Um, but yeah, and and. As long as we're winning games, like Marlon was saying, as long as we're winning games, it's not that much of a problem. But we, we ain't going to go winning games. Every, well, hopefully we do until the end of the season. Don't lose one. But uh, ho hopefully it's the fitness regime getting used to it, like Marlon was saying, with Perisic in particular, getting used to the extra players coming in. Um, but, yeah, we'll see. But also what we're talking about, the only real place to start, Bobby, is... What can you say about Harry Kane that hasn't really already been said? Uh, he's going to break that record of Jimmy Greaves this season. Injuries, as long as injuries don't happen. But the well, last two seasons, he's been lucky with his injuries. So let's just hope he continues that trend. And now the fact that he's got somebody that can actually replace him and not make him play 90 minutes every single damn game, we could finally give the man a break. Um, I, I think it's only going to be beneficial for him. The fact that he's getting a little bit older as well. So, hey, Benny, we got to we, we, we got to start just getting the rotation of the squad going, though, and making sure that... that see, I don't want to wait until all those games are here. Like, I know a lot of people are saying we shouldn't be changing Sonny, we shouldn't be bringing in Richie yet, and, you know, let's bring guys in slowly, let's get them slowly adjusted to everything, and I'm sure there's a method to the madness. But for me, I'd rather know if they're going to fit in now then when we need them and find out, try and fail later kind of thing. You know, I, I guess that's just a, a personal thing on my standpoint. That's why I'd like to see, you know, Sonny's just not, doesn't look right. And I'd like to see Richie come in for him. And I've said that mm -hmm. before the Wolverhampton game, I was saying that. And and nothing against Sonny. It's more of, and not as much of a knock on Sonny as it is a compliment to Richie that we finally got somebody there that is almost at the same level that we can interchange. You know, yeah. I'm not talking about bringing in Winks for Basuma. <laughs> you know, we're not talking about levels that are so far apart where it makes you go, what the fuck are you thinking? No, no way. <laughs> you know, I'm talking about Richie in for Sun, Richie in for Kane, Richie in for, for Decky. That's why we brought this kid in. So let's start getting him slowly into the team and 
getting them all working together and seeing how it goes. I I think that will happen in the next week of games because we've got Forest on Sunday, West Ham Wednesday, so two games in a week. So I think there'll be some mixing about in those two games. Quick question for Bobby K on on that whole Sun situation. Yeah, man. Do do you think actually the like this someone said earlier, Wolves and Chelsea don't favour Sonny's game? So that's the reason why we have seen the poor, poor performances because Kane's not been at it either, but Kane has scored. Do you think actually someone like Forrest at the weekend and probably West Ham are more the games that Sonny will score? Because if you look at Wolves the way they played last year against us, they had most of they had all three games against us, even in the cup, they were yeah. literally on top. And then Chelsea, let's be honest, we didn't even have the ball, so them games are not <laughs> going to favor, favor Sun. So do you think that actually on the weekend? is more of a game to find out where Sun's really at. I hope so, just for the sake that we want to see Sun return. And I'm hoping that that basic basic element of looking at it in in that sense, that this could just be the problem, that it's just been, the game hasn't suited him. Great. If it's that simple of a problem, and if it's fixed (laughs) this weekend, I will be over the moon. (laughs) I'll I'll be the first one to say, hey, I I was wrong. Thank God that this happened. But it's not just the lack of his involvement it's just not the lack of the ball getting to him yeah. i don't see the picturesque sunny that we're used to the big million dollar flashing smile playing with you know a little bit of almost grit but doing it with a cheeky smile at the same time kind of thing his body language is really disturbing to me that's what I've seen in the last three games. His whole body language has been very, very negative. I don't know. To me, clearly, there's something going on behind the scenes that we will never know about. But I hope whatever it is is rectified and soon because we have an opportunity this season to do better than we have done in a long time. We have a world-class manager. We have two world-class players, three arguably with Larice in there as well. Um, we've got a high level of a lot of very good players as well. With a few more pieces, we're there again. Where we were just with Potch kind of thing, and then we didn't do anything. We're right back there again, finally. We're just a few pieces of the puzzle away from possibly achieving something. So I'm just hoping that this next eight, nine days that we have left in this window, those problems are addressed. There's at least one more piece of the puzzle brought in. Something, because we obviously know our back line we're, we're, we're all, you know, Sanchez, I'll give him credit. He was decent defensively, gave the ball away a few times again. But again, this is a guy that doesn't play all the time. So how do we expect him to come in and play the same level as Romero? I can't expect Richie to come in and repl- play the same level as Sonny and Kane and Kulu if he doesn't get the same amount of opportunities and time on the pitch. How can we expect him to have that same level when these guys are given more time and more opportunity to maintain that level and achieve that level, and you're supposed to come in and do it with 10 minutes left in the game. That's kind of where I'm. I, I, that's where my issue is with that whole thing. Like we see, I've said it before. We see with the rotation with City and everything. Nobody complains over there. De Bruyne doesn't go and play 60 games that they're involved in all season. He'll play 35, 37, or something, and it, they rotate. It works. But it's the the issue that. We're going to have we're Tottenham Football Club, and we can't guarantee. So they've got the players to go. Look, I'll give you 28 games a season, but you're guaranteed to win something at the end of it. We can't guarantee a player that. So we can say we can sit there and rotate, but kind of, are we not in a different situation where we are where Liverpool were when they had the front three of Firmino, Salah, 
and um, Mane, where they wasn't rotating. you got to remember, Liverpool didn't rotate them three. It was constant one, two, three, every game. There was a few Champions League games in the group stage. They might rotate them, but that was the constant three they had. And they, and they went on to, you know, only lose, could finish second, win the Champions League, win the league the year after. And it's only in recent seasons now where you're starting to see the Jotters come in, the Diaz's come in, Diaz's, and they've started to rotate now, but they never had that option before. But why is so that, it's, Marlon? It's because that, age-wise, look at their numbers, and Sonny and Kane are in the same boat now. Yeah, but so are we not like, in this? This is the time yeah, we yeah. need to start in, in, implementing that. Yeah, right? but are we not in a situation where we can't, we can't, we can't, so we, with the players we've got, we can sit there and say rotate, but that's just going to make a lot of these players unhappy because they're, they're, there's no there's no guarantee for them that they're going to it's going to achieve anything at the end of the season. A lot of these players are all going to want to play every week. I I, I think they'll oh, be course. happier to, to to be dropped and rested because of Conte CV. You know, I, I agree with what you're saying and totally agree with uh, you know Pep can guarantee yeah. them where win trophies. But if you look at uh, Conte CV generally. Conte guarantees trophies as well. He's at a team that can't win any. Yeah, but yeah, but but that's the biggest issue. He is now at a team that haven't won anything. And that's the bit that we're all forgetting that Conte has now got to prove something himself. Because if he achieves something at Spurs, he's going to go down as one of the greatest coaches ever because he's at a club, let's be honest, (laughs) that have won one trophy in 21 years. And there's a difference. And a lot of players coming to Spurs, like a lot of people are talking about having someone like James Madison come in, okay? And my problem with that is if James Madison is going to want to play every week, let's be honest, he right? So he's, the only reason why he'd come to Spurs is to play Champions League. But actually, if you think about it, he wants to get into that England squad and he wants to play every week. So if James Madison comes in, who do you take out? you got to take out Kulu in that situation or Son or, you know, and that's where you're going to have problems. And I just don't think Spurs as a club, yeah, are at that level where we can guarantee players to rotate. Because if that was the case, Kane would have come off a lot earlier in games in the last three, if we did. Because he's played, like, let's be honest, he, Southampton, he didn't play well. Chelsea, mm-hmm. he didn't play well, but yet he scored at the end. Right? And even on Saturday, did he play that great? Not really. Nope. He was just instinctive that he scored that goal. But yet, we're not rotating Kane. So but I think that's what saved him, Marlon. Yeah. Those two goals is what saved him from us adding him well, into the conversation. But you don't take Kane off in the uh, uh, Chelsea game because you're looking for a goal and you've got the greatest goal scorer. But he took Son off. Yeah, yeah. And but, Son was our top goal scorer last year. So yeah. Golden Boot winner, that's the argument, and goal, right? And that's, and that's the argument. I, so, uh, we got luck, that, so we got lucky in that situation where... You know, you, yeah, you're not going to take Kane off. And I totally agree. I wouldn't take Kane off. But I don't think we are quite... And I know a lot of people are going, we need to rotate, we need to do this, we need to do that. And I don't think we're quite there yet as a club. I don't I think, think we can... I don't think there's certain players... Like, Basuma, if it's going to be a time, I think Basuma's going to give you, like, hold on, I want to play games. Yeah, I, I disagree with that, though, because I think from now until the World Cup... There will be rotation because we've got two games every week, pretty much. Yeah. And there will be rotation there. The, Richarlison will start games. Kane won't start games. Some won't start games. Kulu won't start games, or one of them will be taken off. I personally uh, think I, I reckon. I personally think Kane's going to play most games. I don't think we're going to see the rotation in Kane 
I think he'll come him. off. I think he'll come off. Certainly if we're winning games, if we're losing games or need a goal, he won't come off. But if it's like a Southampton game, an hour in and, and the game's done, I think you'll see him come off every now and then. And that, but same that's, with Sun, yeah. same with But that's, that's if we are winning these games in that scenario. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's let and let's be honest, we might not be like like no, Bobby K no. said earlier. We've start, we've, we haven't started games very well, and I don't think at the moment it's not looking like it's going to get any better in the next few weeks. So he's going to have to play most of these when the Champions League starts. If it hasn't got better, Kane's going to play a lot more, and I'll be mm. very very surprised if we're sitting here in a couple months going, "Oh, it's good to see Kane coming off." I think we're going to be in the same situation. Mm. It remains to be seen, but um... yeah. Yeah, I mean, what one thing that is good is second time in a in a row, we've been poor, but we got the <laughs> result, which is not something you can really say about Tottenham with any kind of uh, frequency. There, Bobby. Uh, no, we were awful against Chelsea. Somehow managed to get a draw. If they'd have got a striker in, then then they would have put some chances away. Uh, Wolves and. Certainly in the first half, a much a better team. We came into it in the second half, but we got the job done. We got four points out of those uh, two games. So that that's something, right? Because you, you have to expect that our, our, our first half performances and desire and everything will improve. And while it isn't, we're still getting the point. So when it does improve, then therefore we should improve and be blowing teams away a little bit, uh, certainly lesser teams. You know what? In black and white, Chris, it's very easy to look at. Uh, seven points out of nine, seven points more than what we had at this point last year. Seven goals in three games scored, four conceded, you know, or, or no, sorry, three conceded, right? Yeah, yeah. So we've already got a plus four goal differential. Everything on paper is way better than where we started last year. If you want to sit there and analyze the performance of the games, they've been dreadful to look at. They've been very, very poor football to look at. But in reality, I'm going to steal from my friend Ben Kaufman because I know he's in the chat and he said this the other day and I think he's spot on. I... And we all have watched our team play significantly better against Chelsea, even at Stamford Bridge, even. We've seen them play better and come away with nothing. So the fact that we are able to get one point out of such a shit display, basically, for lack of better words, then <laughs> I, I, I'm happy with that. I yeah. will, you know, the, I, I will take a point. I'll take three yeah. points. However, we're getting the points, I will take them. Do I want to see. This boring, almost negative kind of, I don't even know what the ploy is behind the football right now because we're not doing the long balls. We're not doing the counterattack. I don't understand what the system is right now. The last two games, what it was. Um, so hopefully we get that sorted out now and Conte puts a stamp down because Conte is not a, a, untouchable either. You know, their fingers got to yeah. be pointed at him in terms of why he's waiting so late to change things. Yeah, and, that, you know? and that's pretty similar to what he done last year. And like, I think we're all forgetting because we made Champions League. But how many times did we come on these weekly shows and complain about when he was making the subs? And he's still kind of doing it now. He's not. He's he's not making the probably the subs at the right time. Like last week against Chelsea, we probably wanted to see him a little bit earlier. Probably a lot earlier. Bit, yeah, probably against Wolves on Saturday, we probably wanted to see some of them come on a little bit earlier because when obviously Wolves were taking us apart, a lot of us were expecting probably Basuma to come on. At, at half time because they were literally going through us so we're still in the same situation and like if you look at the games last season where we didn't win we wasn't great in them you like to like Brentford away Brighton at home we wasn't great in them evil we're pretty similar to where we are now it's just we've just improved the bench and I think yeah. that's what we're forgetting is that 
actually we run a lot more, but the football sometimes wasn't great either. And we, yeah. it's kind of the reality is now hitting in to go, actually, we've played three games where we did struggle last se- season with Conte at the helm as well. Um, so as Poppy said, I'll take that Chelsea result because mm. we've gone to Chelsea Stanford many times and we've got nothing. And it's, and it's one nothing. of our toughest games of the season out the yeah. way. We've got yeah. something out of it. If, if you want to win titles or get top four or, or whatever you want to do, you've got to beat the teams below you. Yeah. And yeah. at home against the teams around you, beat them. And away from yeah. home, do not lose. And yeah. we, we've done that one part against Chelsea away. Uh, yeah. We just got to do it. The other Nottingham Forest next, and West Ham next. We should be winning those games because West Ham look like they're struggling. Forest oh, will have for, Forest have uh, got Forest. Their, the, we yeah, Forest. We need to just get a goal early to calm yeah, that crowd down because they well, they were intense. Yeah, in that they've first got game they've got the Ham, new yeah. new promotion bounce still, yeah, but so. they, they are and, getting and, and seventy four new players. So yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean Marlon uh, grinding out results. Certainly the Chelsea game, which years gone by, years gone by with that kind of pressure and that kind of atmosphere and that place as well, we'd have capitulated, certainly when that second goal went in. Yeah. And we didn't. Uh, so is it a new look Spurs for you or, or, or is it still a bit? There's signs there, but it's still too early to say if it's about the new Spurs. Yeah, yeah, there was a new look and that was more down to the reaction of the bench. And that was that was so key against Chelsea. The players we could bring on, the style could change. Um, so that that for me, yeah, that's the Tottenham I wanted to see probably last year. So that's all good. But yeah, it's just now going into these next few games where we are playing a Forest team that yeah we're going to be the first top six side going there. So that will be interesting on that part. West Ham, it's off. You know, let's be real. West Ham are going to turn up against us. Um, <laughs> so I mean, we're, expect- we're everybody's cup final team, yeah. right, Marlon? Yeah, no, and, and, we and literally this, are. It's crazy. It's, it's really strange because everyone's trying to. Everyone's looking at it going. They've got Conte. Look how much money they've spent. So every team kind of wants to play well against us at the moment. Southampton was we got to be lucky that Southampton it was their first game and they had such a bad preseason that that's what came into the game. But what I'm looking at is that game on I think it's September 10th when we play Man City. I think that's going to tell us a lot about where we are as a team. And I they'll think, be angry about last season, wouldn't they? So they'll yeah. bang up for that game. Yeah, we'll match them. But then. they're a team that will play. <laughs> they will let us play. And they will allow us. They will allow Sun to play. No matter, they're not going to change their style for Spurs. So I think win, lose or draw. I think for, as Spurs fans, we'll be able to find out in that game where our season's going to be, whether we are going to compete or whether we're going to are going to get top four. So let's look at it like that. Marlon, this is the first time I've ever streamed with you. I've seen I you on, that. obviously. Yeah. Uh, you know, I've seen you on with Jack. I'm sure you've seen me in the comments, but yes. this is the first time I've been with you. I tried to. Try to get along with people, but when you say shit like win, lose, or draw to West Ham, no, I'm, gonna, I'm, go, I'm gonna have to. Oh, I thought, I thought you said no, no, the West no, Ham no. game, and when, I was like, oh, because no, 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 see, no, that's, that, that's how angry I got inside. I just stopped listening from there. I was like, what the hell no, did you no, say about West Ham? I, no. I, about West Ham. What the hell? <laughs> I know a few West Ham fans, and their crowd. Well, they have a recent past, but they turn if the players aren't playing that well. So it might be a good time to play them, and certainly if they still they haven't, haven't scored a, a goal. Yeah, certainly if that doesn't change uh, for, for when we play them. But uh, I'm so glad they'll, they'll, be, they'll, they'll, they'll be looking. For, they'll be looking for blood if we go there and literally turn them over. 
it's mm. yeah, and that's why I said it's going to be more like a cup final for them. Um, if depending on what the result is at the weekend, I'm expecting us to go there and I'm expecting Conte to get a result. However, I have it all in the back of my mind is going if they haven't won a game by then, it, it could be us that they their season turns. And, that, and I, I don't want to say that, but it's the game that their fans are going to get up for. And whenever their fans, their fans always get up for us, but it's, it's just that sort of game where you go, it's make or break for Moyes. And he's going to make yeah. sure he's going to, he's yeah. probably watched the Wolves game. He's watched the Chelsea game and gone, let me pack this midfield out and pass through them. Because Conte is going to play 3-4-3 three, yeah. three, no matter but, what. But the, on the other side of the coin there, it could be like you said about City. Yeah. It shows us what kind of Spurs team we have now. If West yeah. Ham are still goalless, still yeah. pointless, they'll be bang um, up for it. The crowd oh, will be yeah. loud. See how we react to it and see how we, we cope with the pressures and the yeah. noise. And the, 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 Son's got to play that game. <laughs> That's the one yeah. game I, don't, I want. If you drop him this weekend, make sure he's playing West Ham. Yeah. yeah. All right, let's, let's move on. Uh, one guy who uh, came in, uh, staked his claim to start, Bobby. Perisic, another assist, another assist. I felt a bit sorry for Sessignon, but uh, what did you make of his contribution? Uh, he, he had a couple of shots, I think. Or was it Davies who had a shot? Someone man, had a, man, a long man of the shot. match. How, how Hoiberg was man of the match above him, I don't know. <laughs> so we'll be coming on to Hoiberg a bit later on. But, uh... I, I just don't understand that one, but it, uh, hands down, difference. The, the, the one positive note to look back at that game and, and say we had one shooting star or one bright light this guy coming in at his age and showing class and showing flat out this is why i'm here this is what i bring that's that's the kind of statement we want a player to come out and make right away to show up and say yes i've arrived yeah and i'm gonna and i'm gonna give you something i'm gonna give you a reason to get up out of your seat i'm gonna give you a reason to grab the badge on your shirt and kiss it and scream and you know what i mean jump up out of your seat I this guy looked so phenomenal. I think he's just he's gonna be so good for us. He's gonna help Spence, he's gonna help Sess, he's gonna help Reggie if he ends up sticking around. He's gonna help the overall balance of the team in terms of mentality and understanding what it is to deal with pressure. You know, this this guy is a proven winner, he's a serial winner. He's he's just there's I I I'm you know, I, I I think I only speak more highly of my wife right now. So yeah, I got I got the kids over here. I'm trying not to get too excited. I think I think I'm blushing a little bit. I'm talk, uh, uh, you know, I'm what so do you, what, what do you I think about great, man. What do you think about him, Marlon? And do you think he's the not the reason, but one of the reasons why we look 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 to have a bit more steel this season in in tough moments and and be able to kind of gut it out in a way. Do you know what? Bobby just summed it up very well with everything he said, and I couldn't agree with him more. The only thing I don't agree with, I don't personally think he was mad at the match on Saturday. And I don't, and the reason why I, I think we're not used to having quality on the left hand side. So it was a case of anyone with quality who came in was gonna be we're gonna be like, oh my god, he was that that good. But he was, and and, and what Bobby said, he was good, the quality was there. I mean, simply says he can yeah. fast, pass, cross, cross, score, score goals, goals, run with the ball, but, with his yeah. skill set. But. but I don't think he was as good as we're all making. I think it was more. I think it was more down to that we're not used to seeing it, and that, I don't think he was that good on Saturday. I think he was okay, and I think we're going to see. And like Bobby said, we're going to see more of him, and we're going to see what he can bring. Um, 
But what's a signing? Well needed, and he's going to be great for Cess, as Bobby said. And that's why I said I can't disagree with him on that sense. Everything he said was absolutely spot on. But as for man of the match, I've, I, would, I would have given it to Sanchez. He was the better one. If you looked at the 90 minutes... Away. But if you look to 90 minutes, he, we kept a clean sheet. He defended very well. And there was wasn't, one bit that he did. Yeah. There was one part yeah. that he didn't, wasn't it, where he let yeah. the ball bounce? But, but yeah, and, and we'll, I looked at, we'll get on to Sanchez 90, a bit yeah. later. But on, I'm looking but, yeah. at yeah. So I looked at the 90 minutes, and if you look, if you probably looked at the first half an hour, Perisic wasn't much in the game. He wasn't doing very much, um, and that was the and that's why I said he, in the second half he was a lot better. Um, but that's because the team was better going forward. So, but he was, he, you know, and even def- he was good at defending as well, which. I was a bit surprised to see because everyone says he's very attackive. And when watching him at Bayern, he's very attackive. So it was great to see actually him winning the ball at left back as well. But yeah, he's a great sign-in. He's going to be absolutely brilliant for us. Um, and like I said, Bobby K just summed him up perfectly. Marlon, the only reason I heap so much praise on him is because the, I love the yeah. way he just integrated. Yeah, instantly. no, and, that, and that's instantly. exactly, yeah. It, 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 he, there's no gelling. Yeah. There's no, it's, yeah. it's like the man, look, I'm here. This is the way we're going to do things. Trust me, I'll lead you to the promised land. Follow me, boys. And yeah, you and know, I told you, I told and you, I like, love that. Yeah, and the most important thing, like I said to you earlier, Chris, was that cross in the first mm. half at the end of the game. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. For because Kane. Kane, Kane actually went for the first time. I'm gonna get in there because I know this boy's gonna cross. He ain't relying on Royale, he's not relying on Cess, and he's not relying on Doherty. He saw that Perisic had the ball and he fought, he went, I'm making that movement and was there. Usually Kane will just go, oh, these lot ain't going to cross it and just probably walk into the box. <laughs> That's what <laughs> happened with Royal's cross. Yeah, Remember yeah, last week? Yeah, yeah. We didn't expect so, Royal actually yeah, crossed yeah. the ball. Even <laughs> I, was, I sat there, I was like, yeah. oh my God. Yeah. He crossed it. It was actually a good cross. Yeah. In, in terms of David Clark, he says, uh, equal men in the match for the second half performance, Perisic and Bentacle. We've talked about oh, Bentacle, Bentacle a bit later too, on. Yeah. Who stats the best on the pitch. Yeah. <laughs> uh, then old Bob Spur as well. Big up. Uh, yeah, average looking people. Bobby K would love to keep the odd clean sheet too. Old age in that. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but Bobby, uh, how, you. How... I changed the new diapers, okay? They don't leak. <laughs> yeah. But Bobby, in terms of Perisic, uh, he came on for Cess uh, against Chelsea, obviously set up our equaliser, and then Cess has been dropped for him against uh, uh, Wolves. How do you think Cess will uh, react to that? Do you think he'll fight for his place, or do you think it'll be a bit down in dumps because he was our first choice essentially left back uh, last season barring the injury Finishing, he, yeah he played like seven games in a row yeah. and then got injured for a little bit and then seven games in a row but how do you think he'll he'll uh, react to essentially being dropped for Paris who is by far and away a better player <laughs> he's he 20 he's 23 now he's been with us for a few years now he's been out on loan this is the first opportunity he's got to cement his place into the team that comes down to him at this point. Now, at this age, the gloves have come off. Kid gloves come off. No more hand-holding and shit. You have two options, my man. You can sulk. You can grab your tissues and go cry in a corner. And realize that, in reality, you're not starting because a better player is starting in front of you. So take it as a challenge. Be a man and raise your level get to the level that man that and then exceed that level he's 10 years older than you you should be able to catch him and pass him so that's on you now it's a challenge take it as a challenge take it as a little whimpering out it's on him at this point but at this age now he's been nurtured enough he's been babied enough we've sent him out on loan we've held his hand 
I knew I know that he had some um, uh, mental issues in terms of coping and the way he was adjusting from going to Fulham to Tottenham and everything, going from the, the small spotlight to the big spotlight now and everything. And he got a therapist and everything. So he himself took the right steps or people around him made sure he took the right steps to be mentally prepared to deal with these things. So at this point, as far as I'm concerned, he should be mentally prepared for this. And not only to take it as a challenge, but to understand that this is going to be how the season goes if we want to succeed. All our players need to understand what rotation is. They need to understand that nobody's place is cemented in the team anymore. And it should never be. And I say that about Harry Kane as well. Nobody's team should be, nobody's name should be cemented on the team sheet. Never. It should not happen. Teams that win and consistently win, you go back and you look at the United of the 90s. No player played every single, even Scholes, even Giggs, even Beckham, even Keane. They all came off. They all rotated through games and stuff like that. How that rotation is done, I'm not the $20 million man a year that gets to make those decisions. <laughs> That's what we've got the fine-looking Italian man for. So, you know, let him come up with that shit. But for me, from a player standpoint, if I was to talk to Sessegnon now, as a, as a man double his age, I would say, look, my man, you can either whimper, sulk, throw your toys in the pram, and go bitch and moan about it and fuck your career because that's the only thing that's going to happen if you don't take this as a challenge now. If you decide to sulk now and put your head down, you are done. I can't see him bouncing back from that. If he yeah. takes this as a challenge, let's Paris take him under his wing, watches everything that man's doing. Watches the way he runs, That's watches the way he defends, doing. watches the way he passes, watches how how fast he gets that ball off of his foot the second he sees that man. Play that first ball out there. Play it in front of the man. Stop waiting for the man to be beside you to cross it to him. You can't cross the ball in front of them. You can't play the ball in front of a man. It's It, it can be done. I've seen it done. Hell, my kids do it in FIFA all the time. You know, you just hold square a little bit longer. So all you got to do is hold square a little bit longer. So but it, it's, I, I, I honestly think that this is an opportunity. If he's smart, he will take it as an opportunity. So I, I, I pray that he's smart. And I, I really think that this, this is, could be very, very good for him. I was concerned yeah. with him not starting in the second game because of he's scoring against Southampton in the first game and not starting against Chelsea, that might kind of dent his confidence. But at the same token, like other people said, when you know you're not Harry Kane's not playing because he's injured and you started, well, you're going to expect Harry Kane to come back and play the next game if he's fit. <laughs> you're not going to start. If you know a better player is available in front of you, you're going to expect that player to start. So your option is to fight and get in front of that player, yeah. and that's what he's got to do. Yeah, I mean, Ben here says uh, Perisic is just a miles better footballer. But I, I said from the start that Perisic could be the most important player uh, that we sign Marlon because he can teach uh, Spence, he can teach Sessegnon. Uh, but in terms of what Sessegnon, how Sessegnon will take it, we might not need to worry if what David Clark says is true, that Perisic looked like after the final whistle he had a muscular problem. That might just be because of his age and it was a tough game. But uh, how do you see Sessegnon's season uh, kind of progressing i don't think he's the kind of player to sit down sulk i think he will be the, the fighter his injuries are the big issue for me yeah i think personally i think between him and perisic i think he in his mind he knows that he's always going to get a chance he's always going to play so i don't think like being dropped on against wolves was anything it won't be anything for him and i think there was a picture after the at the chelsea game where perisic is talking to him 
and you know he's he's there to coach him. I think what Ryan Sessegnon needs to be more concerned about is that this season is he either makes it or he doesn't because we've got yeah. a left back coming in next season and yes. they've signed him, they've sent him out on loan. So Ryan Sessegnon's got to either do it this year, otherwise his place is going to be taken straight away. So Very that's the point. that that's the concern that he's got to have more. I don't think I think with Perisic he knows Perisic is thirty three. He ain't, ain't going to play every week, but yeah. Sess has to prove now this season. Oh, it's over. Very good point, Marlon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah go. On. Yeah, well, yeah. Moving on, moving on, Bobby. Uh, this guy started Sanchez. I'm assuming uh, Big K was delighted about that because it meant Die was left alone. Uh, but, <laughs> <laughs> but Sanchez for me, like, like like Marlon said, he played well. It was just that one bit in the second half where the long ball. He's let the ball bounce and a miscommunication with him and. Uh, Oh, he could have spelt disaster, but didn't. But he still doesn't seem to have learned that. Like your kids will know, because they, you know, I, I, when I was a kid, the first thing I learned at football, other than how to take a throw, was as a defender, do not let the ball bounce; just get rid of it. And Sanchez has been doing, not been doing that since he arrived, and he still has moments like against Wolves where he did it again. He, he relies on his pace, which is fine, but that should be the last resort, the pace. So, well, because I, that's I, what I, gets him in trouble. <laughs> Yeah, so how did you rate his performance? Like I said, he did get a clean sheet. The, the stats and the history will say he played in that game, didn't concede a goal. And he played well generally. It was just that one moment which in the big, big games and against the top, top teams, that one little mistake, that's what caused you to lose the big, big games. But how did you rate? Well, you, you, you almost answered the question uh, for me there, Chris, when yeah, you said I, I that. Do, I do that. I, I do apologize. Uh, <laughs> no, no worries. No worries. You make it easy for me, man. Yeah, but we just hey. gave you Chris. <laughs> yeah, I, I was going to say, just, just rewind what Chris said 12 seconds ago. That's my answer. Yeah. Um, no, um, what, what you just said, he played reasonably well. So uh, he, he did well defensively, one defensive error. Um, it could have been costly. Thank God it wasn't costly. That's the way I look at it. Why cry over spilt mick? That wasn't spilt. No point. No error. No no harm, no foul kind of deal. So, okay. Thank God it didn't cost us. Uh, one error. Considering he doesn't play consistently, considering he knows he's second choice, considering mentally he's you, – you, 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 you know that you're – you know, you're slim pickings. You're second choice, third choice, you know, and the only reason you're going to get a game is if somebody's injured. That sucks. You know, so mentally for him to come in and still get the job done, I'll give him credit for that. Um, he had a few bad passes. That's what disappointed me more. His ball play out of the back is what where you see how much you miss Romero. And then you see the ball play on the other side with Davies is why you see how much we're going to – the difference Romero and Longley are going to make for us when them two come in and take those two slots for us is going to be phenomenal. But I, I credit where credit is due. I think he was solid. He did his job. One error didn't cost us. I'll, I'll give you a pat on the back, young man. Keep it up. Yeah. What do you think, Marlon? You you said earlier, uh, superb. Uh, David Clark said he thought he was a bit unlucky with the ball hit him in the back of the neck. That's the, the incident I was talking about. But for me, don't let it hit you on the back of the neck. Be aggressive and head the ball out. It's there to be headed. But thankfully, it didn't cost us. Thankfully, it didn't cost us. But do you, do you think he struggles like Bobby was saying there? He knows he's only second fiddle and only playing because Romero's out. So it's similar to like what you were saying with Cesc. Because he did play well in the last three, four games last season, didn't he? And, yeah, and yeah. that kind of fired us into the Champions League. Yeah. But yeah, uh, uh, 
what do you think of Sanchez? Like generally, Marlon, uh, uh, did you want him to leave? Do you think he's a good backup? Did you do you think he could force his way in? And and and, and what do you think of him against Wolves? What, what yeah. are your thoughts on Sanchez? Sanchez's biggest problem is that he doesn't concentrate for 90 minutes. Every manager he's had has said it, and that's mm. always been his biggest problem. As a backup, he's probably one of the best backup centre-backs in the league, let's be yeah. honest, yeah. Um, if we're talking thing. But if he's one of them, and I'm going to quote um, Brian Dago on this one, Sanchez is one of them players and come in for three games and do a solid job. But if he has to play, start getting into the six and sevens and start playing regularly, he starts making mistakes after mistakes after mistakes. Yeah. Um, and so that's that's the good thing for us, that we know he's not going to play. My worry is at other centre-back positions where they're guaranteed to start at the moment and they're not good enough. And I think they're going to be our problem. But there was a stat that came out last week that we won last season. We won more games with Sanchez at the back than we did with Romero. Who would have fought? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's be honest, who would have fought? But yeah, Sanchez in the big games, I won't play him. If he had to play against the top six side, I'd be I'd be proper worried. Like if he had to go and play against City, I'd be worried. But when he's playing against the Wolves and the average teams that are meant to be average, Sanchez can do a job. Not worried. Yeah. And I thought yeah. I thought he did play well on on Saturday. I'm I'm not gonna go, oh my god, he should be starting every week. Because if he was dropped against Forest, I wouldn't mind. It's, it's one of them. But if he has to come in and play again. I'm not worried either because I saw the job he done last year. Actually, his improvement under Conte, I don't think everyone under has realised he's made a massive improvement under Conte. Um, but yeah, it's his concentration, things like what you said there, where he does hit him on the back of the neck because he's not concentrating for 90 minutes. Yeah. He suddenly just goes into Sanchez world and that's the only <laughs> issue. <with him. laughs> that's a scary place. Yeah, yeah. Well, David Clark makes a good point here. If you're under the caution in the last 10 minutes, he's an ideal player to yeah. bring on. Uh, yeah. Perfect. And yeah, yeah, I, I think Brian's right as well. Like you said there, like he was superb in those last three games. The, the Arsenal game, the first ten minutes, he got done by Martinelli a couple of times. But after that, he didn't notice him. He calmed which down. Is yeah, a good sign yeah. for a defender. And it was a bit uh, like on he, Saturday where he came in. You know, he didn't. He he started off, and everyone was like, "Oh my god, he's starting off shaky." But then he just got into the game and seamless. He didn't make a mistake. You know, it was kind of him being Sanchez. So yeah, but uh, yeah, but I mean, sorry, Chris, I just... and. and Clean sheet is strange for us, but stranger is Man United are one nil up against Liverpool. I, Who I was just going to say, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sorry, Sancho. sorry, Bobby. Sorry, Bobby. No, I wasn't but, sure yeah. if you wanted to know. That's why I was just going to yeah. ask you if you wanted but, to. Yeah, know. very interesting that. And then let's go off kind of piece a little bit, uh, Bobby, in terms of top four. Uh, Chelsea, how we drew to them when they played like that yesterday. But then that could just be one of those games where anything two, and everything. Two sure wrong. got it wrong. Uh, Tuchel yeah. got it right, Conte uh, got it wrong. Arsenal, it's Arsenal, are top of the, Arsenal are top of the pile at the moment, but they haven't really played anyone of oh, significance. <laughs> but they haven't really played anyone of significance. I've saved it. I've saved yeah. it for you. Uh, we, we're obviously going going great, undefeated. Liverpool are struggling. City, uh, Newcastle, I think, will be a tough, tough place to go to this season. Uh, yeah. They, so how I great was I, that I, game I, against City yesterday? Yeah, so I, what I, a game. I think, I, what I think a game that, to watch. Yeah, so I, I think City's draw there could prove to be a fairly good result because I think Newcastle will win a lot of their games at home. But uh, in terms of top four, Bobby, how do you see things? I know we're only three games in and, and two and a half games in terms of Liverpool and Man United. Uh, yeah. But obviously they've dropped points. Uh, we're, 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 we're five points above Liverpool if that game stays as it is. Uh, but 
what do you see at the top four? Has anything in the first three games changed we're, we're, your mind of what you thought before the season started? Not really, because the big boys always end up being the big boys. The big fish end up swallowing up the little ones in the sea. So there's 38 games left. There's a lot of football left. Squad depth is going to be relevant. Gelling. You know, you look at teams like Forrest. They could turn around and put it together. If all these players, could you imagine Forrest all of a sudden start gelling? And we see them finishing eighth. <laughs> you know, then these teams like, like you know, the, the guys that have come up and always kind of hovered around like the Wolverhamptons and the Southamptons and the teams that have hovered around the 15th, 16th spot and, and safely stayed up. Now they're in danger because these teams that have come up now could potentially stay up and force these guys down. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens. But in terms of the top four, I think, I, I, I think City are just too strong. They're just too mm. much. So yeah. they'll finish second for sure. Um, uh, okay you think they'll finish third okay Uh, so city will be second um the way arsenal are playing i think they're playing decent they're playing good now but once those once the, the, the the weekly game start and the rotation starts and their squad depth is exposed i and once they get a beating as well, I think we saw what happened in the London derby and then Newcastle last yeah, season. Yeah, and then they, they, they folded the after that. Yeah. Once they get a bit of a beating, I think yeah, that, that'll show off. what they're made of and if, yeah. if things have changed. I think Chelsea are strong enough that they'll hold on to to, to stick around the top four. Um, so I'll give them fourth. I'm, I'm struggling to see who I'm going to give third, though, to be honest with you, because do I see Liverpool kind of regaining form and coming back to it? They have the quality. They have the management. Um, I, 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 can, I, I just – it's hard to say. It's, it's really hard to say. You know, do you, you even say yeah. Newcastle – do you even see Newcastle potentially finishing yeah, fourth yeah. now? Who, who, who knows? But, uh, but, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll stop rambling. Um, City second. <laughs> Uh, Liverpool third, and I'll give Chelsea fourth, and uh, that means Arsenal's fifth. Then, yeah. I mean, what do you think, Marlon, for the top four? Has, has anything happened to change your mind? And do you think a team like Newcastle, after yesterday's performance and result, could sneak their way, way in? I, I thought it was too early for Newcastle uh, this season, but at home, Man City going a goal down uh, and then taking the lead and not losing when they conceded. I think, for um, yeah. I think for Newcastle, um, it's more their away form. Um, I think when they go to the top six grounds, it's whether to see whether they can compete, at least. Um, you know, you saw last season, the two games that they struggled in was us and City, you know. So it's just on that sense where I think Newcastle may fall short. Um, as for top four, um, I'm looking at Liverpool and I said they'd struggle. Once Mane went, yeah, I said yeah. they would struggle. I know they've got the quality in Diaz and Nunes, but they've got they have, to settle. Yeah. Well, they had Fabinho injured today as well. He's yeah. a big old miss for them yeah. as well. And I don't think people realised how big Mane was for Liverpool. Um, and I, and even though everyone's like, but they've got Jota, they've got this. No, Mane used to change some games for them. Yeah. Even he when he do- wasn't scoring, he did a lot for Salah. Um, yeah, he did all the running for him, didn't he? Yeah, and... Even when Firmino was coming out, the stuff he used to do was phenomenal. So uh, I'm not surprised by Liverpool start, if I'm being completely honest. it's I still think they'll probably make top four, even if it is fourth, because I think they're, you know, they're having a bad start. Um, Chelsea, I think, will be strong enough. I think, you know, if you looked at Chelsea against Everton, they were poor. Against us, they, you know, they were good. And then against Leeds yesterday, they were poor again. So they're just having a bad start. 
again, we're their cup final, so we're obviously they were obviously going to play well against us. But yeah, United probably I think United will have the same season that Arsenal had last year, where they had a bad start. Turn it round. There'll be a bad period again. Probably get <laughs> back to back to grips with it, and then probably have a poor end. Um, yeah. You know, they're in a lot of crisis. As for us, um, if we keep up this and getting results, I still think we'll make top four. I'm not as confident as Bobby about being winning it. <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't. I can't say it. I can't say it. <laughs> but if we if we do Mike? win it, <laughs> if we do win it, Bobby, I'm having you on my channel, and I'm going to make you take over. <laughs> We're going to have an hour with Bobby. <laughs> but no, I I personally think with City, I think Harlan's still got to. You know, I think Harlan's got to adjust to the home when they play at home. I think that's where they're going to, because obviously they have more of the ball where away, you know, they play more direct in the middle, so he's more likely to get chances away. Well, David here says Chelsea will sign two top players yeah. before the window closes, but whether they do or not, you'd expect they will. If they sign, if they sign a Bamiyang, yeah, I'd that's what the link honest. is. Yeah, if they sign a Bamiyang, because he's, the only, he's one of the only strikers to do well under Tuchel. Tuchel's yeah. not really great with strikers, but a Bamiyang was good for him. Um, so maybe he needs someone like that um, to come in. And but then we've him. got, the, but like we said earlier, we've got the away game out of the way where they didn't have the striker. We yeah. got the hardest game out of the way, and and yeah. Yeah, but Chelsea are more likely to go on a massive, like if we a massive run where they won't lose for like four or five games, you know, go win six I, or seven I, on the balance. I don't know. I, I watched their game yesterday, and I mean. Uh, you can excuse the goalkeeper and Howler because he, he'll never, ever piss around with the ball like that again. Uh, Koulibaly is so experienced. Why he's pulling someone back when the game's 3-0, the game's yeah. done, absolutely stupid. And that, that says to me, <laughs> that says to me yeah. some kind of attitude problem. And Sterling for me as well, my girlfriend's dad's a Chelsea fan, so I was watching it with him. It was very entertaining. But I, I said to him, <laughs> Sterling for Chelsea will do absolutely nothing because at, at City, he had De Bruyne who, before he even looked and got the ball, he just whipped it to Sterling instantly one-on-one, -on -one, skins the defender and then they're away. Chelsea build the play up slowly, slowly, slowly. Every time Sterling gets the ball, it's either like Sun has been so far back to goal or he's got two people around him and has to turn back and 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 sterling for me has never ever been good enough at you know finding that extra half a yard of space himself without the ball and i, I think he'll struggle at chelsea i i think sterling needs to play on the right or left he can't be central as you, you are perfectly right when he did play central for city he had de bruyne but actually his better position is off right right or the left i think kulabali you got to remember he had one good game which was against us last week and that was because Kane doesn't do well against them sort of defenders, but where yesterday you can blatantly tell he's not used to the Premier League, he could get away with that in Italian football. And I yeah. think that's where the problem lies. Tuchel's got to make him adjust really quickly, and he will. And I think once give him a bit of time, a few more weeks, we'll see a better version of Koulibaly. Um, Yeah, because no matter how experienced you are, Thiago Silva struggled when he first came in as well. He wasn't, yeah. you know, he's got used to the Premier League and it's just getting going from one country to another. Sometimes it does take time. You don't really, you don't get Benton Cors and Kulus all day long, you know, and yeah. Diaz is where they just settle in like a duck to water. So for me, yeah, as pointed out, Chelsea will sign up some more players and it's just whether two club can get them to gel. And that's all it yeah. is. Once they gel, it'll be at, they'll, they'll make top four. They're quite, at the end of the day, last week showed that actually we're not even on Chelsea's level yet. We're not quite there in quality. Chelsea have got the quality. We've just got Kane and Son to get us out of trouble.
Possibly. If, we, we, yeah. We've got Richarlison Richard, changed and, the game. So now yeah, what and, we've got is, Kante is people on the bench. Injured, yeah. Yeah. Kante's yeah. a big miss. But it's Kante. If Kante's not in that middle, Chelsea have problems. Yeah. He's massive for them. And him getting injured against us last week was a big issue for them. Yeah, I mean... It's still 1-0 to Man United, although it's not Liverpool's fault. Man United haven't walked the pitch too dry. Um, <laughs> is it too dry or too wet this week? No, it's too dry and, you know, the grass is too long. It's not green enough and, you know... It's, it's oh, a... man, I thought, was, I, thought the cloud, I thought the cloud cover was bothering yeah. him. That they <laughs> thought, the, <laughs> Mother <laughs> Nature made the clouds come in the wrong yeah. spot. I, we'll I was waiting for Tuchel to blame Anthony Taylor yesterday as well. <laughs> I just couldn't yeah. imagine. What, <laughs> 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 so, so like... How was it useful? <laughs> I mean, there, there, there is time for uh, uh, Liverpool to, but Man United have had more shots than them, obviously less possession. So it's a completely different Man United. But anyway, we'll move on. We'll move on, Bobby. Hoiberg and Bentenker. Bentenker, a lot of people's man on the match. Hoiberg got man on the match. Uh, what say you on, on, on those fronts? What a Against bunch of Wolves. bullshit. <laughs> Who, Bentancur uh, or Hoiberg or both? Uh, Bentancur was fantastic in the second half. Like David Clark had already pointed out, he 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 solidified that midfield completely for us. He almost made up for the fact that we were missing a man in the midfield. You know, he almost covered two spots for us. He's, he was that good in, in, in terms of uh, getting the ball for us, even getting it out and moving forward and everything. He's going to be phenomenal. I can't wait to see him and Basuma together, even him, Basuma, and Hoiberg together in the midfield. I, I honestly can't wait to see that combination. And when Skip comes back as well, and we got somebody with an engine back yeah, there, yeah. If, if Skip can become our Makaleli or something like that, oh man, how amazing will that be? Mm. You know, and then we we've can... got four midfielders there, haven't we? Who are all they, they can do the same stuff, but they also can all do different stuff as well. And well, you know, I see real bunch of weapons in in in, in that area. Well, originally I only saw Hoiberg as a CDM kind of thing, and now when he's getting forward, you know, he scored last week for us. How crazy <laughs> was that? He's finding himself at the edge of the box. He's sitting right at the top of the box in a lot of attacking positions. So he's getting up there, and uh, the guy's a workhorse. There's no denying that. You know, everybody loves the Viking back there, and he comes back there, and he brings his charging sword, and uh, he wreaks havoc. So it's these are the kind of players, the Warriors, that we need. These are the kind of guys that you need on the field that get up when they've got blood dripping down on the side of their face and wipe it off and say, come on, let's go. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I, we, we don't we don't need the Neymar that gets tapped and rolls for 24 minutes and four miles and then stops. He touched to me. Uh, I hate that shit. So I, I want to see some grit. I want to see some old school players come in. I want to see some fighters i want to see some warriors i want to see some guys that cause shit so i think we're getting the right mix finally you know with, with like guys like romero and richie that are going to go and stir the pot and then guys like hoiberg and even sanchez the big brick wall that comes back and defends his teammates so we're getting a good combination and i, I you know like i said i think the i think they did phenomenal considering they were playing two against three pretty much predominantly yeah, for I mean, the last two yeah. matches yeah, I mean, David Clark says that two good midfielders will never overcome a team with more numbers in and around the centre circle. But uh, There you go, yeah. Yeah, changed it in the second half. But uh, Marlon Hoiberg uh, linked for Real Madrid last week to replace, uh, 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 what's his name? It's, it's Casemiro. Casemiro, it? yeah. Uh, a lot of Spurs fans I saw on Twitter going, I'll drive in there, I'll fly in there. For me, he has to stay. And there was a bit in the second half which just summed him up, I think. Uh he got the ball, a long hoof ball. He had three people around him, and then he all he just dragged the ball down 
to kind of level with their 18-yard box, got us up the pitch and just with people snapping at his ankles. And we talked about Cess, how we react to being dropped. If Basuma comes in, takes Hoiberg's space, I think he'll see, okay, well, I've got a battle here. Let's go to war. Uh, but how, how do you think those two did, Bentecourt, Hoiberg? And how, who do you see making way if, if Basuma does force his way in? Or do you think it's going to be those two and Basuma is the, not third, and, and skip the third and fourth wheel? So, um, <laughs> as, a, as a two, they complement each other. And they they do, and I agree with you, we can't sell Hoiberg. If, depending on what the money is, I'd have to consider it. I'm not going to lie, I would consider it. Yep. But I think Hoiberg proves a lot of us fans wrong. You always find that us fans... So, so, so a second player that's proved you wrong, I thought it was only Harry. No, Harry's proved me wrong. No, but I, when I say when I say, when I say Hoiberg, I like, Hoi, when I, I like Hoiberg. I like Hoiberg, but I think sometimes in games when we're, when we're asking him to do certain things and stuff like that, it, we kind of, we see the game different. Because I find that the top, like Jermaine Genus and Conte and you know, the players that played the game at the top really love Hoiberg. And us fans are like, what are you seeing that we're not? Um, so, but as a two, they've been excellent together. I, I can't deny that. They've been absolutely brilliant. Um, for me, I personally, I, I would rather Hoiberg come out for Basuma. Yeah, I think Basuma but, can do everything in midfield. However, I think the biggest catalyst in all this is the, ma the manager picking the team. And I personally think if he's going to take one out, He's going to take Benton Core out. I think he loves Hoiberg. I think he sees a lot of Hoiberg in himself. Yeah, well, that's what David Clark says. He yeah. loves Hoiberg, so he's mm. going nowhere. Unless, no. like you say, a, a ridiculous bid comes in. Uh, and even then, and then and I, said, I asked this question the other day, and I'm quite interested to see you, you two points. If Hoiberg was to leave mm. and we got, say, 40, 50 million before him. Because that's that's what Daniel Levy is going to command because he's a starting player and it's coming towards the end of the window and they've seen how much they just sold Casemiro. Go on. Yeah. Go on. Right. Where would you? What position do you think will be more important to to get a player in a centre back to take to cover Dyer or get a leader in, or do you think um, a Cam an attacking midfielder? And a good attacking midfielder to come in. Where would you put that money? For, for me, it depends when Skip's back. If Skip's back soon, we've got a bit of cover there. We don't have the cover in defence. The defence is yeah. more crucial. If Skip's out for a long time, then both. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're just no, it's cheating. Just, <laughs> it's just, it's just. Show, question, my show, my show. I can cheat as much as I want. No, but that that was that, and that, and that's the, the scenario. And that's Mondays. my last scenario. Yeah, no, that's what, what, would you, what would be your your view, Bobby? I would personally like for fifty million. I'll drive Hoiberg <laughs> to Real Madrid, drop him off, and on the way back, pick up Savage from Italy, because for another ten million, at sixty million, Savage covers our midfield problem and covers in front of our center back problem. One guy solves both spots, workhorse, engine, passes the ball, can come back and cover the back line, can move the ball to the front line. Everything is solved right there. We don't need to buy another player ever again. I, I don't get the hate that uh, Hoiberg gets from... A oh, it's not hate, family. but for 50 million? Oh, no, no, and you're no, telling no. me oh, yeah, I can upgrade yeah. the Savage for 10 million? I, yeah, yeah. But I, that's a no-brainer. Not, not saying you, but generally on on the the, the Spurs Twitter and Instagram, because he's not flashy. He, yeah, 
Yeah, but, he does I mean, a job. That's all it is. He's yeah. not flashy. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, yeah. he, he's, he's not quiet. the best player in the world. But he, he he'll always give you a hundred percent. We saw against Everton a few seasons ago. He's he had a workhorse, blood pouring man. down his leg and still wanted to stay on. He is uh, a workhorse. You, you, you want players like that, and, and yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, it, it's only because Kante goes everywhere that he gets the recognition. But he's just more involved offensively. Yeah, and, and, and Roy Keane was a far, far better player than kind of his reputation. Um, oh, yeah. But again, no flash. But, but, you, but you need the players in there who are... When we had Wanyama, Wanyama didn't really run, run forward, but he was superb for us. You need that kind of player who who will sit there and, and marshal things. And yeah, I, I don't get why he gets a lot of hate, uh, to be honest. But... Um, no, I, 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 I don't think it's hate. It's just like you said. It's not hate. It's lack of appreciation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's because That's again, he's not flash. It's, it's, it's. He doesn't have. We don't. You know, if I bet you tomorrow, if Hoiberg showed up with blue hair, and was rapping and making TikTok <laughs> videos, all of a sudden, oh, the fan base would be in love with him and he'd be like, yeah, the Hoiberg rap. Yeah, what, what? You know what I mean? Like. Uh, well, if he's watching Hoiberg, please do that tomorrow and then see what, uh, uh, whether Bobby's right. Stuart, come on, buddy. You know I don't hate Hoiberg. I hate Sonny. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, Ben here as well says uh, he doesn't hate Hoiberg, but he's a limited footballer. A lot of people seem to, seem to think he's a god. When Basuma is ready, he'll easily usurp Hoiberg. I don't think he's a god. I, th- I, th- I think... He's a he is solid limited. player. He is He's limited, solid. but you need that kind of player. You need flashy players, your luxury players, and then you need your non-luxury players as well yeah. sometimes. But uh, yeah. one He's of, a workhorse, man. Yeah. He's definitely the kind of guy you want to bring in to finish off a game and squeeze the team out. Yeah. There's no doubting yeah. that. Yeah, One one uh, luxury player we've got, uh, Marlon, who's got put on, but is also a workhorse. Richarlison, I thought he made a difference again. Uh, he, he made a big impact against Chelsea, gave us... Depressingly, it was the first player that, in, after 57 minutes, that actually showed a bit of desire at Stamford Bridge. That was a bit depressing. But uh, 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 Wolves, he was going forward. He had a couple of chances, uh, but always looks to go forward. Very similar to Mora, but with better quality. Uh, what do you think of uh, uh, Richarlison and his impact in the last couple of games? I'm not surprised. We know what we're getting with Richarlison. Like, we knew against Chelsea what we needed, and we didn't even need someone of quality against Chelsea. We needed someone who was going to attack or defend from the front. And that's all we needed. And he brought that. Um, And he did the same again um, against Wolves. But actually, we got to see a bit more of him going forward. And, you know, it was a bit more quality. He's just got to get used to Kulu and Kane. And we're going to see a quality player there. And again, it's going to to take some time. And maybe it'll take a Champions League game. but yeah, it, when do you know what? It's quite funny because I was on um, Bob Spurs channel when we were linked with Richarlison and I wasn't really convinced. But by the end of the show, I went, you know what? I won't mind seeing Richarlison. And yeah. I'm actually quite glad we did sign him. Um, yeah. I mean, Ben here saying Richarlison or as he's calling him BBM, Bob, Bob's yeah. best mate. It's going to be brilliant for us. Uh, no, he, he's... he's I, personally, I don't think he's going to be like, wow. But I think he's going to be a player that we're going to be like, yeah, this is what we needed. This is what we've been missing for the last three or four years. You know, it gives just, us a bit of anger, doesn't it? A bit yeah. of uh, a bit of steel. We've got Romero at the back. We've got Richarlison yeah. up top. Yeah, and that's what we need. We we've got to be nasty, and that's the thing about Spurs. We've never been that nasty. And even 
that son Sunday's can have a switch, you know. He has, you know, he has got that switch where he can be a bit <laughs> nasty. But Kane's not nasty, you know. Kulu showed glimpses of it against Brighton last year with Kukurea when he, he suddenly reacted. But if you look at Heiberg, you know, he's he's a nice nasty. He's not that kind of guy when something kicks off, he's not there. He's kind of he's more of the battler and stuff like that. And Benton Core, you know, Eric, Eric Dyer is probably the only man in the squad that will be there but he's not nasty nasty as a player yeah. because he's not great but yeah, big, so actually that, that, now that you said that big k is doing cartwheels he loves yeah. Eric <laughs> but, <laughs> but no but that's and Eric, that's Eric dies a man he's recorded this yeah, that's his yeah. ringtone now yeah. big k Richarlison yeah. <laughs> and Romero are the two nasty type of players that we need um, yeah. and we probably just need one more um, but we have got players that will be nasty if they need to be and Sun like I said, Sun, Kulu, and Dyer are probably the next three where you go, okay, they're probably the ones. But Eric, I you know, per Perisic could do a job like that if he needs to, I reckon. Yeah, probably actually. Yeah, I didn't even think about it. But I'm still thinking that Perisic is not here. That's why I keep forgetting about him. But he's bring so much quality and I just keep forgetting. But no, you're right. Absolutely right with Perisic. Yeah, and uh, yeah, before we come on to Bobby about uh, uh, Richarlison, just a quick one from Stuart727. Recommends a great cup of coffee at the coffee company Eight the Broadway Woodford Green. That's Ben's uh, coffee shop. Uh, so yeah, get down there if you like your coffee. Uh, but yeah. Uh, oh, Bobby... what the hell, Stuart? I just looked it up. It's a 273-hour drive for me. <laughs> and a swim. <laughs> a bit of a swim. <laughs> oh, that's oh, that's because it's three days on the ferry or three weeks on the ferry too <laughs> but yeah uh, bobby the charleston yeah, for you uh how good can he be in a spurs shirt and, and i'm just finally happy that i can I, i'm just happy that i can finally disagree with marlon because he he disagreed with me three <laughs> times now and i've been keeping count i've been <laughs> yeah but i i can only disagree with you if i love you bobby <laughs> fair enough um he he basically said something. He doesn't think that you know he's going to be overly impressed with Richardson. I disagree, only in the sense that I can't wait until I jump out of the seat and say, "That's it, Richie, get that little fucker, come, 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 come," because he's just that little shit that's going to get up, get in somebody's face, wind up somebody, going to get people carded. He's going to get in people's faces. He's going to get under their skin. He's going to wind people up, and it's it's just. I, yeah, yeah, he's just. I mean, it such wouldn't a surprise me, if, and we need him. Oh, you're it making me excited, Bobby. <laughs> he's a little shit. I love it. He's just like my little son. Oh shit! <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me for that reason if he starts against West Ham, tries to vile them up a little bit. Yeah, yes. yeah, that's a very good yeah. point. Chris. Yeah, I, I, I'm not sure who would be dropped. It'd probably be Kulu, you'd have thought, or, or it could be Sun if he's still could be Sunny. Yeah, not 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 playing that well. But yeah, I, I, it wouldn't surprise me if Charleston starts in that game just to kick a few West Ham players up in the air, get them wound up, get the that'd fans be the, That'd be up. the game for it, Chris. Like you said, that'd yeah. be the perfect time for it because let's give let's give one of the three at the front a rest. They just yeah. played three days prior. That's time to yeah. give them a rest. This is why we brought these guys in. And, so, uh, three yeah. days later. That, that, yeah, four four days later. With the, that's going to be the perfect yeah. game for it. If, yeah, yeah. I'd, yeah that's I'd, a very good shout, yeah. I think. I'd prefer Sun to play this weekend and then probably get dropped against West Ham in a weird scenario, but it's a case of Richarlison. Yeah, we'll either we'll have to play what either Sunday or Wednesday. Yeah, I, I, I really like what I've seen from Richarlison so far. He just he just needs to cap those uh, cameo performances uh, with a goal or or the or the full debut 
with the gold, and then that will be him off well, and so running. People were criticizing him the other day, saying all he's done is come around and really run around. He hasn't provided anything. There's nothing that we could say at one moment <laughs> that he said this pass was great or this was greater. Yeah. And, but but someone running around is what we needed but against Chelsea. That's what I'm saying. To me, he came in and at least <laughs> yeah. I saw him moving. Yeah, mm. it, it's it, you know, you know he's getting into places, mistakes. he's getting in yeah. people's faces. I mean, That's all you need the, sometimes. The run against Wolves was superb for him. He just unfortunately got it caught under his feet a little bit, which allowed the defender to uh, kind of block his shot. But that that would have been a phenomenal goal. I, I, I can't remember how it got to him, but on on the on the left and then it's coming, Chris. In. It's coming. Yeah, but yeah, I, I really like what coming, I've seen, and and, and the, the fact he's made two notable cameos means that those three up top can't rest on their laurels, really. Certainly when we have two games in a week, because well, he's playing well when he comes in. If you're not playing well, I'm going to have to yep. give him a shot. And and that What's is funny good. to that me is, is that we... That's what we've got in midfield as well. When Skip comes back, we've got four of them for two places in there. Uh, and potentially three in there with one on the bench. With so, one, yeah. Hmm. No, what, what, what's funny to me is we spent six years screaming for a backup striker. <laughs> we found the number one guy and give him some competition up there and give him the opportunity to play 70% of the season instead of 100% of the season and now we're complaining about why we don't want to give him an opportunity <laughs> I, I, I don't get I don't get our fan base sometimes I I, I must, I, I, I it must, I must yeah. be deluded because with the whole Sun thing, I've taken so much heat lately, and it's like I'm not saying I'm against Sun. I'm just saying I want to give him a crack. That's, yeah, yeah. And that's you've it. got to, haven't you? He hasn't come yeah. in to just sit on the bench. He's come in to force his way into that team. So you've got to give him the opportunity. I, and and yeah. I think we've been so starved of that that we, I think even down, even me, where I'm just forgetting that actually, yeah, this is what we need. Players when they're not yeah. playing well, we can have someone like Richarlison come off the bench. Or come and start for a couple of games while they rest, yeah. they getting their rest. And you're absolutely, you are absolutely right. And I think it's because we're just not used to it anymore. We're so used yeah. to it, just being we're relying on those two players, and that's it. Yeah, I think it was David Clark who said it yeah. earlier in the chat that Richarlison will smash two or three goals in at some point. I think once he gets that first goal, yeah, I think we'll see a complete animal there. I think that will. He's quite. Richarlison strikes me as the kind of guy that it could be. Not scoring a goal for 500 games, but his confidence wouldn't wane. But it gets better if he does score goals, if that's, that makes any sense. So I think while his confidence won't drain when he isn't scoring goals or isn't playing, I think if he can score a goal, his confidence will be at a, a ridiculously high level. And then we'll see an absolute bigger beast there. And, and that can only be a good thing. That can only be a good thing. But yeah, I, I'd expect him to play cameo again against Forest, and then probably start against West Ham and then see how it goes, see how long it gets. But, yeah, I mean, uh, uh, Marlon Forrest, uh, very quickly, we'll, we'll be doing a full preview of my show uh, on Friday, uh, Forrest game. But how do you see that game going? I think it'll be tough. And and but... do you see a lot of changes as well? No, I don't think there'll be a lot of changes. And I, I personally don't think there'll be a lot of changes for the West Ham game. I think there'll probably back be about two or three uh, for the West Ham game compared to what we play. I think there'll be about one change and it'll be only injury permitting for against Forest. <laughs> um, but it's going to be tough. I think it's going to be tough. Mm. But we need to have, just have the quality to kind of, if we can, start well, get a couple goals early if we can, and just literally show Forest what the Premier League is about. 
Um, yeah, this is their first yeah. real test, not being yeah. big-headed with Spurs, but it's it's their first yeah. game against one of the top four last yeah. season. Yeah, and this and that's why, and it's and it's against a, a manager, Steve Cooper, very good manager. This is going to be a test for him against a what a so-called and I'm only so-called but world-class manager in Conte. So it's a case of it would be very very interesting to see how it all lines up. Yeah, I mean, we're playing three games a week for next week, Stuart yeah. says, so there's but definitely rotation there. But, it's going to be rotation. Yeah. But Bobby, uh, Forrest, how, 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 do, do you see much rotation there? Uh, and, and how do you see the game going? I think with Conte, he's a set-in-his-system kind of guy and what his starting 11 is. So like Marlon said, I don't see the changes coming for Sunday. I see changes for Wednesday, though. I do see him seeing as... West Ham is being weak and limp right now, so that would be the team that yeah. a little bit with something to play for, only because they were so close to winning, and they 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 just drew their game, and you know they just gave up that really late goal to 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 get the draw. But um, I don't think you know they're going to be an easy pushover for us. But I can see us getting the result. Like Marlon said, we just need to get an early goal, calm the hell down, and play our game. We got to stop trying to force ourselves to play other people's systems because it's not working for us. We need to force people to play our system. And I don't know what that system is because in three games, I haven't seen it yet. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm confused. West maybe I, maybe that just shows how little I know about football. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I do hope Romero's back West Ham because that Scamaca or, 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 or whatever his name yeah, is. Scamaca, yeah. I, I, I'd feel a bit better if uh, he was up against Romero. Oh, he's looked like Even though shit, though. Quite well. He's yeah, Terry Wright so predicts her son to have a, a good game against Forest to get out of his funk this weekend. I hope you're right, Terry, because I've been ragging Sim on him a little bit yeah. and I'm getting this Simply Ace for says Forest 1, Spurs 3. I think we take that. David uh, Clark says Forest will give us plenty of problems. We'll open them up, though, and it'll be down to our finishing. Because their uh, midfield is good, but they did. who do they have as their front man? It's that new guy that scored in the first game. I can't remember his name. Adewongi or something like that, but I, I, I can't remember his name. But, Idioti but, I, or I'm just that one? Yeah, I, I, I'm, just, I'm just angered every Forest fan who's watching by butchering their striker's <laughs> yeah, name. It's, yeah. it's, Brendan, John, Brendan Johnson's probably the one that he's probably yeah. going to be the one we've got to be careful of because he was the main guy last year yeah. and he had a goal disallowed at the weekend as well. So he's, he looks like he's starting to come into a bit of form. So Dyer's yeah. got, Dyer has got to be on his game. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll end it there. Uh, there's not really much more to talk about in the Wolves game. <laughs> and, and we talk about the Forest game too much and uh, it basically makes my show on Friday redundant. But uh, yeah. I only have us two on it. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That's true. Uh, what you trying to say? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thanks so much, Marlon. Thanks so much, Bobby. Uh, no in terms of uh, channels, uh, you can see Marlon on the Hotspur Hood as well. Uh, like yeah. I said at the start, hit the notification bell. Uh, Tommy has so many people doing shows on here. It's it's impossible for me to tell you what time yeah, the just, shows yeah. are for you to remember. Hit the notification bell. You can get notified every time they go on. Also hit the like and subscribe as well. But you do have your own channel, uh, View from the South Stand. Yes, I have my own channel, um, we have View from the South Stand. Obviously, if you subscribe to the Hotspur Hood, you can catch us on there. Usually around on match days, um, we do an instant <laughs> reaction about 7.30. Um this weekend, I'm not doing it because I am on We Are Tottenham TV this weekend hosting. So 
Um, so yeah, so I'll be there this weekend, but we've got someone that has stepping in for me. So please share, like, subscribe, and make sure you like, subscribe to Chris's channel as well. And especially the great free Spurs boys water channel, <laughs> by the way. I, I, he's going to he's gonna promote himself, but I'm promoting him now. You need yeah, to go well, over to the boys. Well, you, you can tell that uh, Marlon uh, uh, does show Thank you, Marlon. as well, because an yeah. excellent segue there onto your channel, uh, Bobby, three Spurs boys. No, Marlon basically did what you were doing earlier, answered the question in the question. So I'm good. Thanks, everybody. <laughs> Yeah, it, it, it's a completely different channel to the, yeah. what you have on Spurs channels, games, uh, three hosts, and, and and yeah, really good fun. Really I appreciate it, Chris. Yeah, we got to, uh, we actually got to, um, we're going to have Holly on from Holly's Hotspur. Uh, so hopefully we'll get uh, get her in, get to know her a little bit, because that's uh, one of the streamers that I actually don't know that well. You know, I've watched yeah. Holly here and there and everything like that. So it's nice for me to slowly get to know there's a, you know, a handful of the circle I know and now that circle is getting bigger and bigger and it's it's great for me like you know first finally got an opportunity to get on the show with Marlon you know I've seen Marlon on I know Marlon's seen me in the comments before and everything like that and vice versa so I appreciate this opportunity I always see him smiling and now I get I, now I get to be around the smile you know what I mean it, it, pos, positive vibes how, how, how could you not want to be around that so appreciate that Marlon get over there and make sure you're following Marlon and sorry Marlon I didn't know about the new channel what's it called so I do a view from the south stand, but I'm yeah, I'm hosting. It's called um, View from the South, the south stand? stand. Yeah, Coys hashtag Coys. Right now, if you go in the uh, description, uh, Bobby. Oh yeah, yeah right. You're always good, like yeah, yeah. So but both of those channels are in the description. Hotspur Hood ah, isn't in the description. Found it we're on the Hotspur Hood, <laughs> but uh, yeah. Uh, like I say, hit the like. Hit the subscribe, really helps the channel. Thanks to everybody who's got their comments in and, and participated in the show. Really do appreciate it. Uh, and yeah, like, subscribe, hit the notification bell. You get notified whenever one of Tommy's uh, hosts or Tommy himself uh, does a stream on here. Uh, and then get over if you like what you've seen today. Uh, it's exactly the same show on my channel, Let's Talk Tottenham, 12 30 pm uh, UK time on Fridays. It's just on a different channel. <laughs> Tommy uh, lets me do my show here on a Monday. Uh, then get a, a view from the South Stand and Three Spurs Boys. Like, subscribe, all the all the usual stuff, you know. Chris, you're forgetting know. one. You're yeah, you're forgetting one, one man. Wednesday the... nights, man. Wednesday nights. Wednesday yeah. nights, bro. My kids love it. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. man. What the hell? I thought what I had someone else man? on it. Yeah. yeah, and if, uh, like they say, like they say there, if you like something a bit different, like your magic, uh, not great by any stretch, but it's just a bit of fun. Chris's Magic on YouTube as well. Uh, every Wednesday, 7.30pm UK time, that's when it drops. It's only a couple of minutes, so why not? No, they're great, yeah. Chris, the way you do them. Because like yeah, you said, brilliant. 10, 15 minutes tops, you get to see the trick, everything. And yeah. it's, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I appreciate it. I appreciate all the support, but yeah. And uh, yeah, we've pretty much reached the end today. Let's move on to Forest, seven points out of nine. Uh, Sorry, I just want to quickly say, I, I found you, view from the South Stand, hashtag Coys. Uh, it's very easy, folks. Just type in a view from the South Stand. Uh, Marlon is now at 99. So come on, get him to 100 before yeah, the show yeah. ends. Absolutely, yeah. No more. excuse. It's in the description as well. The link. It's not even the name of the channel. It's the actual <laughs> URL of the channel. So you don't even need to look for it. You just copy See? that. See? Chris made it easy for you guys. <laughs> yeah. so and no sorry, Marlon, I just time. realized I have two accounts, so now you're at 100. 
Hey, Marlin hit a hundred. That doesn't mean people are off the hook. It's up to you. You have to get over there. Yeah. Now, hundred and fifty. Yeah. Great yeah, content. Cheers, guys. Uh, cheers. Really appreciate you coming on. Really great talking to you. You've been on air a few times anyway. Always great talking to you. And uh, Always a pleasure. Yeah. Forest on Friday, on, on Sunday. And uh, yeah, preview on Friday on my channel. 2 0 United. Did you just say Forest two Fire? 2 0 no. Rashford's just scored. Oh, oh my God, Jay. 2 0 United. Well. Let's end the show so we can end up watching yes, the, rest go of the, watch game. the game. Um, <laughs> okay, yeah, and, yeah. and as always, come on, you Spurs. Come, come on, on Spurs. Spurs.